For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix, Ninja Seb Fan, and Darth Goji coming to you live from Manfield. All right, we are here with Scallop the Callop. Scallop Callop. Is it Scallop the Callop? Just Scallop Callop. You add the the, the for some reason. I don't know why. It just makes sense, man. Was it? Ne- was there never a the in there? There was. There's <laughs> never been a the. Is a callop even a noun? A callop's not a thing. <laughs> why is it in your name? <laughs> I mean, like you know what? It it, it is a thing. It's a caliper. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, for those of you who may be wondering who's this random third person uh, on the show, ever since the uh, leaving of Darth Goji, what we've been doing is kind of just, you know, doing some random third person hosts, some cool people in the community, people that might be good on an internet radio show about Rocket League. And you may be wondering. Knox, where do you find these people? What qualifies someone as good enough to be a guest host on the show? Well, I'll tell you, my friends. We use an app called Potter. It's basically like Tinder, except for podcast hosts. Uh, and um, saw Scallop's profile. He saw our profile. We both swiped right, I suppose. And um, now he's on I the show. Up. Oh. Oh, he <laughs> super liked you. Oh. Okay. So, this is the moment where we realized that Knox is a married man who's never used a dating app like this, and so I had no clue what that meant. Uh, <laughs> that's what, that's all the players out there, you know, swipe okay. it up. All right. And we clearly use it a lot. <laughs> all right. Um, so, that's a thing. We got super liked then. Um, <laughs> it was mostly just for Knox, uh, your, all of your shirtless pictures, I just kind of... Swipe, swipe. Oh, well, hold on a second. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me see a bit more about this guy. Let's go into his profile, and uh, you should tell the audience what you had on that profile because that was what really solved me. Yeah, I had a lot of pictures of my feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, comparing uh shoe sizes through the different regions of the world, you know. Um, that's that's mainly what I use my profile for on Potter. Um, hey, what are some other weird... If, you, if, there, like, if there was, you know, different Tinder versions except for things other than dating, what are some other weird ones that could exist? Oh, boy. I'm thinking... Like a pool boy. Like, what if there was like pooler where you look for a pool boy and pool cleaners post their pictures of like pools that they've cleaned and then you post like pictures of your pool and they they swipe if they want to clean your pool and you swipe if you want their what they're offering. That sounds like a perfect (laughs) dab. Come with this stuff off the top of your head. Ooh, that's Knox, a real dirty pool. Do There's you some... have a pool to clean? No, I don't actually. I don't. But there, there, there are some other implementations that an app system like this could work. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I think like dog walkers is the thing I can think of. Okay. Want want to walk your dog with someone? Oh, you gotta swipe right on a you're dog. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, that looks like a nice dog. I wonder, like, <laughs> maybe that free to go for. Is there a Tinder for dogs? <laughs> oh. There should definitely be a Tinder for dogs. I think Hang there on. Should be. I think we're thinking too non-committal. We're thinking too short term. What I if mean, there was like a Tinder, but for roommates? Oh. Or oh my gosh, job employment. Oh. <laughs> okay, I joke that there's, you know, an app where you can see potential employers that you would swipe on. Employers can see potential candidates that they would swipe on, and then you match up, and then you talk a little bit before you figure out if it would be a fit. That's basically LinkedIn. That exists. That's a thing already. You don't swipe. They have to that, update their app to be with yeah, the times. Yeah. That is the hiring process, essentially, though. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, the only uh, people think people know how to do on the toilet is swipe. So, like, how else are you supposed to use a mobile app if you're not swiping? This is it's exactly just intuitive, right? right? <laughs> well, if you guys couldn't tell by now, this is Live from Manfield, a Rocket League podcast <laughs> where we are the first podcast ever to introduce a Battle Royale mode. I am your host, Knox Phoenix. I'm Ninja Seb Van. And I'm Scallop Callop. Uh, we've got a lot to catch up on because oh, we, we took a break while I was in Europe. And then last episode didn't really cover any news because it was the RLCS recap episode. Make sure if you haven't heard that yet, you go back and listen to it um, because I spent like 28 hours of editing over 80 hours of interview audio that I have because I literally got to interview every single team in the RLCS. So it's really cool. Go Make sure you go check it out. But let's get caught up. Um, what Ninja, what's the first thing that I missed news-wise? Uh, the Rocket Pass. They they took a look at, uh, they made a post on their website to take a look closer look at what the Rocket Pass is going to be like. This was something that was announced in the roadmap uh, yes. a while ago. Yes. At the end of the roadmap, but they it looks like they're advancing it to be at the same time as the XP update. Okay. And they haven't given any dates on any of that. No, but uh, if I recall correctly, they said something about coming in with the XP plans and changes later this week. Uh, they'll be announcing that because they have XP plans. I, I don't know. It just, they make it sound like it's going to be coming out in the next update uh, with the XP change. I have never played a game with a premium pass sort of mechanic except for PUBG Mobile just added it, and I've been on that PUBG Mobile grind pretty hardcore lately, but I didn't even <laughs> really get a chance to take a look at this. So from what I hear, it's basically a lot like every other, like it's basically like a clone of Fortnite. Are either of you guys familiar with how Fortnite does it? Explain that to me because I definitely don't know. I'm not uh, really a Fortnite player, but I, I have like... See, I was thinking of taking a look at, at it, and I did play Fortnite recently on my PlayStation 4 that I recently got. But I didn't look at the season pass because I was just like, I need to try to play this because I kind of want to play it. So I, I ignored the, the season pass. But the way I understand it is you don't have a leveling system like Rocket League has. Your leveling system is the Rocket Pass. So every month you get reset to level zero and you have to progress your way forward again. Scallop, do you have any experience with it? Uh, so my kind of like experience is 
play a lot of Dota 2. Okay, and, yeah. uh, Dota 2 so does have got, one, I heard. They got Dota Plus, and they also have like the Battle Pass system. And both of them have like their unique levels, their unique like currencies and stuff. Which okay. then you get like premium items, you get, you know, special sets from seasonal like events and everything. Which is yeah. very similar to how they've done it, but it's just they tie it down to the premium pass rather than just anybody being able to access them. Okay, so there's only a premium pass, there's no free and premium? Uh no. It's it's kind of different. Like you can play the game for free, but right. like uh, you you get access to like challenges, weekly challenges, which uh, daily challenges, which you can then like get more points, get more items and stuff. Okay. So with Rocket League, there is a free and premium sort of thing. What are what are the prices on a? So you know what the prices on the premium? The premium is going to cost ten keys, which is equivalent to nine ninety nine, of course. And is that a permanent thing, or does that like go away after the current pass is over? I think it's going to stay relevant as long as Rocket Pass is a thing. Though, okay. So the way Fortnite does it, so instead of keys, which would be you would be using to buy the Rocket Pass in Fortnite, there's V Bucks, which is the equivalent to keys. You buy your pass with V Bucks, so you buy the V Bucks with your money, your right. real life money, and then. Through your premium pa- uh, pass on Fortnite, even even in the free one, you can get V Bucks, which pays for your rocket, uh, your battle pass. So they're kind of going it the same way. So you can actually earn and get your next month's rocket pass for free by just playing the premium one. Okay, so it is looking it's like the passes are thing. actually yeah. There, wait, is it? It is monthly, or I think it's definitely at least seasonally because it yes, says. Yes, I think they said seasonally, so, so it's going to be every like be, four months. Yeah, it'll be at least 10 keys every time a new one starts. That, yes. That looks like. Yeah, okay. Because um, this sentence here in the update that they released, it says, you won't see any duplicate rewards from pro tiers until you've completed the full set of each paint color and certification for the current pass, meaning that there will be different passes as they go. Um, cool. All right. Uh, what a- are some of the stuff that you earn in Rocket Pass? So in the free version, in the free pass, you get decryptors instead of keys. And so you can open whatever you want with decryptors. I'm not sure if you can use decryptors to buy the rocket pass. but That's a good question. If you've somehow collected 10 decryptors, which is not I'd assume you can use decryptors because decryptors, they're under the same category as keys when you're in the menus, menus. So, I assume it's fine. Now, Scallop was with me in uh, in London at the RLCS. Um, there was someone that had a sign called freedecryptors.co.uk, wasn't there? <laughs> uh, so, I was, I was uh, with my friend Derek, and he was the one that like pointed it out to me. Uh, and he was like saying like he was surprised of like the first day, and they're like already panicked that there's going to be like some kind of... Uh, you know, dodgy site that they're like hosting on the stream, but apparently, <laughs> freedecryptors.co.uk. It goes to a different. I kind of don't think. want to ruin the surprise. Well, I just <laughs> typed it in, and it's not doing anything. .co.uk, freedecryptors.co.uk. I press an enter. I get the site can't be reached. Ah, uh, that's a shame. Well, at the time of the LAN, it was set up to rickroll people. 
Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I never did it, but I heard people <laughs> did it, and they're like, I got yeah. Rick rolled. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping it was still live, and I didn't want to give it away. Just be like, <laughs> we'll put a link in the end of the video. <laughs> I was wondering, because I was like, decryptors aren't tradable themselves. How are people giving decryptors? But, okay. <laughs> so, All right. So you talked about Protear and stuff. How, what, what's that stuff? Because I never really... I, I kind of read it, but I was kind of distracted, and I never bothered to go read it again. So apparently there will be um, more premium items and stuff. So if you want those premium awards sooner than later, you can also tier up by purchasing tiers. So, all right, so th it's kind of confusing. It's not just a simple progression thing, because as you progress through each pass, there's also tiers to the pass, right. meaning it's sounding like it's kind of going through like an infinite progression kind of thing. Um, and so... Uh, so the premium upgrade will, um, let's see here. It's available on every platform, which is interesting, right? Because didn't Xbox not have keys or something like that? Xbox doesn't Xbox, have keys. Xbox has keys that are non-tradable. Okay, that's what it is. Um, so it's available on everything. Um, you'll receive premium awards up to your current past tier, and you'll continue to receive all of the items. So there's, diff there's different, like, um, okay, here it is. This comes with even more content, including new customization items, new car bodies, keys, premium player banners, and premium titles. This is probably the most controversial thing that there is, right? Because, um, you know, when it comes to there being, um, you know, premium items and stuff, aesthetics are one thing, but car bodies affect how people play, and they're slightly different in the game. Um, they're not quite as, like, the equivalent of releasing, like, a new MOBA character in a premium tier, which would be kind of ridiculous, because that's almost pay to win. <laughs> but... Uh, it's as close as you can get in the Rocket League equivalent to doing that. Um, because people were unhappy when they started releasing, uh, uh, you know, non-import versions of cars, like new car bodies and crates. Uh, this is another level of that. You know, you have to be on the premium pay per, like, month kind of tier to get these new car bodies. I don't think uh, it'll matter that much. I, I feel know, like, man. I feel like we could have the same, like, argument that everybody always has of, like, oh, it's the standard hitboxes. There's no difference. I mean, like, it plays different because of the feel. Right? Right. But the hitboxes are different. Like, but who's, they, they who's, actually are. Who says that they're going to be good cars? <laughs> yeah. Well, so there are some good cars hidden behind a paywall, right? The Twinser is, you know, I mained the Twinser for a month when it came out. The Batmobile sees professional play when it's hidden behind, you know, a dollar ninety nine. DLC. Um, the Dominus is also another one hidden behind DLC that is is also in the professional scene. So there are good cars behind paywalls. I don't think ten dollars is that bad for a paywall, though. Yeah, for grown and grown adult men. Especially, <laughs> especially if if decryptors do work as keys, and you can buy the pass with decryptors, it's not even you don't even have to spend money on it at that point. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not super against it because, let's be for real, I've already vowed the rest of my life's income to be dedicated to Rocket League. <laughs> uh, it says premium titles, by the way, which is an interesting one. Um, there have been no sort of like unlockable titles other than the, your normal progression stuff right. or super spectacular accolade titles, you know, like packs and... Uh, certain event tournaments and stuff like that. But these, um, I don't, I don't know if 
I wonder if they're going to be different colored or if they're just going to be the default color like Rocketeer and all those. If they're, the, if they're the default color, I don't think people will care. Yeah. Maybe it'll be rainbow dancing tiles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think pros would be too mad. Um, so there's actually more than just the $9.99 like kind of regional equivalent sort of uh, paywall to get in. There is also XP boosts that you can purchase while you're in the duration of a rocket pass so you can boost the XP so you can progress to it faster. And then, like I mentioned earlier, there's tiers that you can pay to tier up immediately instead of wait to work your way through the tier. I would wake, work the way through. It doesn't really matter. I play enough hours. I See, that's, the, that's what kind of the funny one to me because if you think about it, the people who are going to make it through all of the tiers easily are the ones who play the game a crap ton. And those are also more likely the ones that would spend money on it. So they're almost shooting themselves in the foot on that one. Yeah, it's kind of like, pointless. So I, I feel don't, like I don't... my my view on that is you're missing the like the two different markets that they have is where it's so the way that that the rocket pass will work is rather than having an item for sale for a set value, it's behind a level cap. So it's like a, only level hundred rocket pass users will get this item. So if you want that item. <laughs> You can have either play for a hundred hours, or you can spend money to like yep. get to that item. But you don't buy the item; you buy the levels. And so I okay. think it's like but a, you buy it with keys again. So maybe you can <laughs> use the keys that you get from your tiers towards that. It's it's very weird. I don't know how to explain it really. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fair. I I think it's going to be a nice system. Now, one of the things that um, people were worried about when this was announced, uh, or not worried about, but people kind of like speculated about, uh, which this is the moment where Nox gets to say, I told you so. They have a frequently asked question at the bottom that says, will Rocket Pass feature quests or challenges as part of its leveling system? Um, meaning like, will there ever be these like special challenges or daily things that you have to complete to progress your way up through? To which I've said, Psyonix has been very clear that they don't want to affect online play at all with this sort of stuff. And they said that again. They said there won't be any gameplay challenges in the first Rocket Pass, at least. We intend to add a weekly win bonus as part of the progression that allows you to level up faster by winning, um, but we are being careful about introducing challenges because they don't want to disrupt the competitive balance of Rocket League by encouraging users now, to hunt down specific stats. I definitely understand that one, that side of it. But I still think that there's there's huge chances in the future there that they push you to play a different playlists with the Rocket Pass. Because that doesn't really affect gameplay. It just makes my, you play other stuff yeah. that they have. My other it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Would that would be like, you could do like win three games as a merc. Sort of little challenges where like... That, that people, would be cool too. Yeah. It doesn't really change the, the skill level. Like, you'll still play at your skill level, but then you just kind of have your own... You have to get used to a different car. Yeah. It doesn't really affect gameplay. <laughs> you just have to be good with that car. I think that's fair. But, but hang on. I think the reason they're avoiding stuff like that is because, you know, let's say they do something like that. You know, win three games with the Scarab. That's, that's difficult, right? Because the Scarab's not the easiest car to use. And then the reason they're trying to avoid that is if I'm queuing ranked and then you get put as my teammate in doubles, and you're trying to win with the Scarab, and you're obviously struggling because it's harder to play, 
I am then suffering in my online experience because you are hunting a challenge. And that is what they're trying to avoid. Win three games in Scarab in 1v1 mode. <laughs> okay, now there you go. <laughs> That's my solution. From what, from what they said specifically, they don't want to add challenges specifically towards yeah. getting specific stats. So wins wins is a, is a pretty normalized stat that everyone wants. So putting that in is fine. Goals, though, you, you, you kind of force people to play differently. A win, you still play your normal way. So I understand wins. Playing different playlists is still understandable because it doesn't really affect your gameplay. You just have to play a different playlist. <laughs> Big deal. Now, um, the, so it's interesting because they've also commented on this subject again because um, they've done studies that show that some of the psychology and questing sort of games uh, actually will deter playing because um, it'll make it feel like a chore that you have to go and hunt down certain things. Um, and I, I just want to think that this concept is like really interesting because have you guys ever played games like Jetpack Joyride uh, or yes. the gun game yes. yep. where uh, yep. that's pretty much the mechanic of the game is <laughs> yes. like questing I will, and I achievement hunting games. Um, and so there is definitely like a desire to, you know, hunt down achievements. Um, but yeah, I the cost of online play. So I, I would almost even like it if they... Uh, offered some sort of like achievement stuff, uh, in unranked. You know, like that'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't know. So yeah, yeah, that's the rocket pass. What is the other uh, big news? Big news. Uh, so they went in a little bit of detail about the XP changes. Uh, that is coming up also. I'm assuming everything's coming out next month. Sometime next month probably mid to late next month or July because yeah this this update says uh XP and level progression that are coming later this summer so all we know is that it's in the summer yeah. I don't have any kind of more data I just think it's going to be sometime in July it makes sense this is the big one this is the one I'm most excited for because <laughs> I've been level 75 for over two years now um, <laughs> over a year and a half for me <laughs> yeah I, it's a long time I I um, achieved Rocketeer literally 16 hours after Kronovi did. Um, so it's been a minute since I've gotten to see my experience mean anything. Um, all right. So what are some of the updates that they're doing? We talked about, you know, they gave a brief overview in their roadmap about this. Uh, they went into some pretty good detail. What are some of the updates that they're doing? Uh, they didn't, they didn't specifically give like, so most people are wondering what level am I going to be after this update? They never actually gave any information because they don't have the full conversion logic done yet. Uh, so that's kind of a big question that's out of the way. They did confirm that you will no longer be getting items from matches anymore. That you will yes. only get them for every level. But right, yeah. Le they, conf they did say also that because of that, they will be giving everyone... Uh, I think everyone at a specific level, every item in the game, that's uh, uncommon. Am I right? Common. Or common, yes. Am I right in thinking that that's like crates aren't affected, right? Yeah, crates will yeah, still crates be... crates are not affected. Crates will still be dropped items. Um, 
So, yeah, all right. They mentioned that uh, each level is going to take significantly... Um, or no, that the way that it was before is it was like an exponential length between the levels that they're going to flatten that, that each level is the same amount of experience. Yes. We can expect that to fall probably around what are the level like 50 kind of experience rate is because that'll take you about... If you play, if you play aggressively, that is basically about a week to two weeks of of playtime to actually level up between level 50 and like 51. So that seems about probably where they're going to aim for. Um, oh, and they said that there is no level cap, meaning that it will just keep going yeah, I, and going. I knew that was coming. I knew that was going to be a thing. Um, so that's kind of cool. Can't wait um, for the over 9,000 memes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind if they had some sort of prestiging system. I think that's almost better. Like I would, I like level caps that don't have caps, you know? They could do that. They never said anything against it. It's true. It is true. They could uh, change their mind. There definitely is something with, like, the uh, the new name badges that's a sort of... Uh, name plates, what do you call them? Um, that is very kind of Call of Duty-esque in the old days, the arcade, like... Yeah. Get your points level up, and then you get, like, three prestiges, and you get this <laughs> name badge... Exactly, exactly. Um, so what's interesting is it says you won't lose access to existing titles like Rocketeer or Legend if you've reached those milestones. And then it says that they're adding brand new titles and player banners beyond level 100 to recognize and reward players for their time investment. Yes. That um, I like. So that's kind of cool. Um, that's neat. Uh, now, this is another moment where Nox gets to say, I told you so. Uh, well... Well, they said um, that XP is going to be a lot different because it's only online games. You can't earn them from like exhibition matches or, or like um, private matches and stuff like that anymore. It's only online queuing uh, system games that you can earn experience from. And that the experience is now based on things like um, uh, like time played in, in the matches and staying consecutive uh, in like unranked and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, if you join a game in progress and actually completing it and then however many wins you get in a week... These are some new mechanics that they've introduced. Um, they said that there's only two frequently asked questions that they're addressing in this in this update, and uh, one of them is, "Will crate drops be a part?" Which so good, good for you, Scallop, for being keen on that one. <laughs> yeah. The second one, uh, being the Knox question, I'll I'll go ahead and say, <laughs> I've been capped at level seventy five for quite some time now. Do all those matches get factored into my new level at the time of conversion? And the answer is yes. Since online matches are part of the consideration for what level you'll be converted to, players with tons of matches played online after reaching level 75 will convert to a higher level than players who've only recently reached level 75. I mean, like, so a, ascend to a higher level. A higher level of being. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I might get that Insta, that Insta 100, probably. Uh, I think you're going to go past 100. Well, I think it's going to be like, far past 100. A hundred is like the soft cap. Oh. They ha it, it has like a cap at like a hundred, but then stuff happens after a hundred anyway. Um, so let's see. What does it say? Our current system tops out at level 75. Um, let me just do this. All right. Well. It says level-based titles still be unlocked, blah, blah, blah. And we're adding brand new titles and player banners beyond level 100 to recognize and reward players for their time investment. So... Uh, I believe it was in the old update, actually, that the the roadmap update um, that they they talked about. Yeah, 
I, I'm trying to figure out where that was. I don't think. What was that road? Oh, here it is. The summer road map. I don't think they had um, a cap. No, no, no. It says right here. Uh, oh, no. All it says is. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of ambiguous because it says we're removing the level cap of 75 and rebouncing the curve. Uh, and then as a bullet point, it says you can earn new titles and banners at level 100 and beyond to show off your stats. That so, doesn't mean you cap at 100, though. Yeah, it's weird, but they... Or you don't you don't start at 100 if you have so many hours and beyond. So that okay. means you are very likely to be past 100. Because it's going to okay. be fixed XP. I think a lot of the level 75s are going to be way past 100. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where, but it's going to be past 100 by a long shot. I am down to clown with, with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been charging this soul ball for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> this what? I got... Let's just move on. <laughs> Did you say soul ball? <laughs> my my brain kind of just drew up, a, you know, Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball was like the intention, and I couldn't quite think of what you called it. It's a soul bomb. Is it not a soul bomb? I've not watched it for a long time. I mean, they have Kai Blasts. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, I guess it is worth mentioning that we didn't adjust our normal recording time at all when picking up someone from the UK. So it is 2.30. Oh, it's almost 3 a.m. your time. So we'll, we'll grant you some grace. <laughs> Thank you. So The week following the RLCS came the Jurassic World DLC. Which a lot of people got. Uh, but I think everyone got yeah. It was super cheap. Yeah, it was super cheap, and a lot of people are not using the vehicle that came with it. <laughs> the it's funny when like <laughs> the Jeep is like a perfect almost cube kind of vehicle. Yes. So it it's hitbox probably matches pretty well, but on the one caveat of like it's also a Jeep and you can't see the front of it from looking at yeah, the back of it. Yeah, I had I had a lot of trouble with that. I could not. I could not get my hits correctly. I could not dribble correctly. It just felt weird because I couldn't see everything in front of in front of it. Um, do you guys want to know my experience with the Jurassic World DLC? Uh, I've been it. waiting all week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it as soon as it came out, as soon as it was announced. Yeah, same here. And then I was, uh, you know, really excited to get my new uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex fire goal explosion oh, and my I new was super my new Jeep. For that. I, I freaked out when I first saw that because I didn't realize you could just pay for it. But yeah. <laughs> and I have not used either item yet. <laughs> you that is my experience with the DLC. You haven't used the Jeep? I watched, I watched Garrett use the Jeep for about five minutes on stream, and uh, he was like, this car is ridiculously dumb. And I was like, it looks pretty bad to play. It's and bad then to play. A week before the DLC came out, I bought Atomizer, and I've been really happy with that goal explosion. Uh, and, oh... <laughs> One thing you should know about me is that I like, I enjoy exclusivity, you know? I find myself in the 1% of Rocket League players, so if it's something that any peasant can go out and just buy and get, I don't want to use it. I mean, so I'll stick to my atomizer black black market goal explosion while you plebs can use your freaking... I don't know, the price of the atomizer is coming pretty close to the price of this DLC. <laughs> it's at like yeah. the $5 mark right now. Well, it's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. <laughs> but I love um, the explosion. I love the explosion. 
the explosion's cool. It is cool. I use the explosion because I'm the uh, I'm a pleb that only has season rewards and that's it. <laughs> so yeah, this ex- it's loud. I love it's loud. how loud it is. That's amazing. I love just hearing the big roar come out. Well, it's like somewhere in some fancy hotel room, Jeff Goldblum is like freaking out every time someone scores a goal in Rocket League <laughs> because he's having flashbacks to when he was in the back of the Jeep uh, from the from the Trainer Source Rex. I actually now, seen that one <laughs> just this week. This one was kind of a surprise. Um, just today, Psionics tweeted out. So today, if you're, you know, if you're listening when this comes out on Wednesday, then that is, uh, you know, yesterday, obviously this, just today, Tuesday, Psionics tweeted out, um, a random tweet saying that heads up our next update version 1.48 will be released tomorrow at 10 AM, uh, Pacific time. So that's 1 PM Eastern time and scallop time is, we don't know. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, that's 6 p.m. your time in the UK. Yeah. Uh, so it says patch notes and known issues will be posted tomorrow. Why are they releasing an update with known issues? Just don't do it. But whatever, we'll see what happens. Uh, um, I'm assuming this is just a uh, just just bug fixes. There's nothing special about this update. Yeah. We have we have to speculate. Yeah, what is in this mystery update? Although I'll have one speculation, but I'm very doubtful that it'll happen. Cross-platform parties coming out. No. Nah, no. I know. <laughs> no, no. That's a far one. I think it's more likely the XP stuff, but it that didn't sound like it was ready enough in their press releases to be coming this early. No, and Rocket Pass is going to be with the XP stuff because it has to run off the new XP system. I do actually have a pretty good guess. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Um, do you want it like a drum roll? No. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll <laughs> see add, how this works with the, you can latency. Post. You can edit. Okay. Post. Cool. Okay. Cool. I think that in this update they will retire old crates. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that time. seems like a pretty good guess I because have, there's so many out right now. I have. I have an easy guess for for this update. They're adding okay. Dignitas's banner <laughs> on, the, on the map. <laughs> okay, all right. Yep, that's actually a pretty good guess. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's very that's highly asked from the community, which they usually do after every update, uh, reduce the brightness of their new map, which would be Beach Map. <laughs> every map! Yeah. You'd think they'd learn by now <laughs> that every map they release... They should just have, so, like, I'm in software development, and we have a, like, an automated system that when we push something up to the master branch, it it does a bunch of automated stuff before it deploys it. They should write an automated thing that just turns the brightness of their map down 10% when they release a new one. <laughs> because every map is always too bright. Every map, I swear. It's actually true. Well, okay, Aquadome, when it came out, wasn't too bright, but that one had a host of its own issues. Yeah. <laughs> There's always issues. Oh, okay. Um, so I left a little time in the episode just to do like a quick RLCS recap um, in case, you know, there was anything I wanted to say about the RLCS outside of what I got to say in the LAN episode. Or, you know, Ninja, you didn't get to voice your public opinions about the uh, the event itself. Um, so Dignitas is the world champion. Yep. Um, I said it in the episode, but I'll say it again. Garrett and and Justin are 
the best players in the world. That is clear. I will, I will <laughs> completely agree with that. That is a- and and Dignitas is the best team in the world, and that is extremely clear. I agree with that too. Imagine if Justin and Garrett and Fireburner were able to get the teamwork of Dignitas. GG. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I was really hyped with this. With this, I this was an amazing. This is the best land there ever was. Oh, it was the best one. It was yeah, the best was, land there was. Is hands down the best land. Yeah. The from the crowd to everything, it was an ins- insane land. I'm almost upset that it was so good because it set the bar too high for it to ever be matched in the well, upcoming season. You see. Uh, your boy Ninja's going to <laughs> gnarly, and we actually have a group of people, and we're gonna be doing chance. We're gonna we're gonna rival EU this time. Okay, I mean, like that's all great, like the stuff that you can prepare and like do to make the event awesome. The stuff that you can't do is take the world championship to game seven after a bracket reset oh, and score God. a zero second goal. Like th- that moment is so dynamic and, and impossible to happen again, it's insane. Yeah. I'm, the rookie. The It's not even just that. It's the rookie scoring the zero-second goal after the ball was kept in the air for 14 seconds after match time in Game 7 of the was, World Championships. That was like, super hype. I don't think... I mean... It'll be hard to top that. It'll be super hard to top that. Well, think about it, actually. Let's, let's do some cognitive process. And... Is it possible? Could you, if you were to write the script for the next RLCS, could you come up with a moment more hype than that? Uh, yes is the short answer. <laughs> okay. What? What is it? What is more hype than that? Involves- what is more hype than the than the North American favorite team that's been at every single RLCS but never won? having a rookie player new to that season scoring a zero-second goal. I mean, think of all of these modifiers. After a bracket uh, it, reset in a game seven, yeah, that's... Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Well, what, what is more hype than that? Well, it involves, like, real-life jetpacks, for start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. There is, <laughs> there is one thing, I think, that could make it more hype. Okay. What if we replace the rookie thing and instead um, some sort of like tragedy or something where a player like gets injured and they have to step out and they have to pull in like a substitute. Last minute sub. Wait. Oh. Last minute sub for the final what series. What happened with Turbo when he won the first? He was in a last RLCS. minute sub though. He got to play the whole tournament. I'm talking like you go to the grand final match and then like the guy walking out breaks his hand. And so they select the guy from the stadium. They're just like no, not you. from the. They have they have a substitute. They're an organization. <laughs> the this guy isn't. Back. Or like Bill Murray shows up and he's like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that was a Space Jam reference. <laughs> We're talking about video games. Our average listener age is fifteen. You can't do that, Scout. <laughs> uh, kids like Space Jam. Okay, so, I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, that was a that was a super hype tournament uh i it'll it'll almost be impossible to to top this but yeah almost i was kind of surprised with g2's run it was pretty shit (laughs) (laughs) uh 
Complexity had a really good run for being so bad during the season. What do you guys attribute to G2's like underperformance? Um, I feel like is it uh, is it as simple as just saying Rizzo? This one, I think Jay Napp and Rizzo kind of dropped the ball. I think Kronovi was I think Kronovi was on it for for the land, but uh, the rest of G two weren't. The bit that I think like is hard is that that kind of was set up to fail. If you look at the seedings, and if you look yes. at how close every single team at that tournament were, and like how every game, like on the first day, went to like all five matches or something, like these these were not like completely separated teams on skill level. They were super oh, super that close. Was close. So just because somebody has like a high a high seed does not mean that they are going to like be guaranteed through to the last last three last four. It kind of hurts G two because they had to play against complexity, which yeah. I had a feeling they'd either be super bad or super good. They turned out to be super good for this land. They had to do this to G two, <laughs> and I think like the crowd was part of the reason why yeah, they kind of the crowd did so was, well. The crowd was extremely on complexity side. This was and, this was basically a complexities complexities audience. You know, and, has, and it's, the thing that I just want to get my thing in here is that if you're saying that you think this is the best rock league that there's ever been, and if you think that yes, the games were like what what made it so good, but them games were driven by the crowd, they were driven by the atmosphere. The players were were in the mood and the, and and in the zone to play those high level games. Despite the fact that there's five thousand people around them, like yeah. that's the kind of thing that you you will create an an exciting story no matter what happens in that tournament, as long as you have that atmosphere. Right. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, so here's what I'm looking up right now. If you wanted to be interesting at all, uh, if you wanted to be interested at all, <laughs> is um, <laughs> that that bun? Oh. <laughs> No, um, so G2 losing the complexity is not that out, like, out of mind. In fact, like, it would almost be expected, and complexity is ridiculously good, especially at LAN, and, uh, they were definitely underseeded by coming in as the fourth yeah, seed Yeah, because the they did so bad. G2 versus Evil Geniuses. Now, that is another, that's, that uh, is what's that's a pretty interesting. Big one. Yeah. Um, but here's what I'm looking at. Um, I'm going back through the league schedule to see every time that G2 played against Evil Geniuses. The first time they played against them in week two, they went 3-2. They went all the way to game five. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see here, in week four, uh, nope, they didn't play them yet. Uh, so it must have been in week five that they played them again. Do, 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 do. I cannot find the second time. Did they not play every team twice? I thought that's how it worked. They played every team. Twice. No, once. Once. Just once. Oh, only once. Okay, wait, really? Yeah. Okay, so in the league, they went 3-2 and two when they played against them. Uh, in the regional championships, did they play each other? They didn't get to play each other at all. I think, and my theory is, is that Evil Geniuses is just a counter play style to G2. Well, I think people under, under like, valued Evil Geniuses because they were consistently close to the top three, top four... They were definitely a top four team for NA, and I think NA is super close compared to what people actually think in the top four. 
Yeah. So I don't think it's out of the question. Evil Genius is a really good team. So, they're yeah. definitely a really good team. Yeah, they're definitely a really good team. Um, so the the reason I would kind of analyze it like that is, um, I think that there are certain players that respond well to being uh, like demoed and up in the face aggression the whole time, which is what Evil Genius's whole play style is. And I think G2 doesn't respond well to that. Um, I think you've got like players like I'm gonna call him out again. I think I think Rizzo is not that good when he's when he's constantly getting challenged at every single ball. Yeah. I think Rizzo's more of like a slow kind of let's pass the ball, let's control the play kind of player. Yeah. And when you've got someone like Classics who is just on your freaking car the entire time, uh, you can pretty much eliminate him from making plays. Um, so yeah. So just going off this roster shuffle happens every off season. It's going on right now. So the first first coming up is Freaky. He is no longer on Renault Vitality. Right. Insolence is um, no longer on Rogue, which I think a lot of people expected, so that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I I cannot believe that he made it on to Rogue in the first <laughs> place, but sure, go ahead. Uh, Siki is no longer on Fnatic, so that's that's a pretty big move. Oh, that's a huge move. Um, Chrome is no longer on Evil Geniuses. He is replaced by Chicago. Now this one. That one is interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of drama behind that too. There's yeah. There's a little bit of. I mean, Evil Geniuses is always going to be a drama team because yeah. you have three like <laughs> drama like geared players. Uh, you know, very passionate drama geared like players. Uh, but the funny thing is, is like if you would have came up to me and said, Knox. One of the Evil Geniuses players is going to be replaced, like traded away and replaced. Um, who do you think it is? I, with a straight face, would not be able to tell you. <laughs> I, in fact, actually, I think Chrome would have been the least likely <laughs> to to you know trade away because you've got Classics, who's been dropped every RLCS season so far. Right. This is the first time he's stuck on a roster. Uh, which is kind of interesting to think about. Um, and then you've got Corrupted G with it being his first season in the RLCS, and he didn't do that great of a performance. Um, and, like, at least at the land performance, Chrome outperformed him with all of the stats. Uh, and then you've got Chrome, like, who started Evil Geniuses, I believe. Uh, I don't think so. But it's... Yeah, Either way, it's, that, it was a weird change. But Chicago, I think, is going to be an insane addition. Chicago... Uh, a lot of pros considered the best player by far on RLRS at the time, so th this could very well be a Justin kind of story with Chicago. So we're well, gonna we'll see for sure. we're gonna have to really see what Evil G is gonna be like, and a little bit unconfirmed, but very very talked about is uh, the likelihood that NRG is dropping a roster. No. Yeah. Uh, so no. What what? Garrett <laughs> just went on a on a huge rampage on Twitter and Reddit, and on Reddit he kind of confirmed that NRG don't like Rocket League because there's no money to be made and uh, they're actually actively looking for a new org. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Denial, right? That's if you if you don't accept it, it won't happen. Um, okay, so... That's a big no. one. That's a big one. 
Wait, I'm trying to. I'm looking at Garrett's Twitter right now. Uh, he actually deleted not... that tweet, but I'll try to find okay. the Reddit post. Okay, or yeah. Reddit... I mean, don't worry too much about it. But yeah, let's actually move to our weekly whiffs, the section of the show where we talk about how we've been doing with the game. We are. We've talked a lot about all of this update stuff, so we need to make sure that we keep it brief this week. You get 30 seconds or less to talk about how you've been doing in Rocket League, what you've been up to, Ninja. How's it been going, man? I'm bad in twos, but I'm good in threes. <laughs> I'm almost champ one and twos, but I made it to champ three and threes. I don't know what's okay. going on. How about you, Knox? What's going on? Um, all right. So, oh gosh, I've got so much to update because it's been so long since I've got to talk about this. I am a Dominus main now. I don't know why. Oh, because I saw Rizzo stream with it once and I was like, this is my car now. And for some reason, I'm playing God tier. I got all the way up to 1472 with my MMR this week, and so that was within three games of GC. I'm going to keep grinding because I think I might actually get it this week. I'm playing really well. Um, I think that's it. No, no, I've uh, no, I think that's it. <laughs> scallop. There was some. Yeah, scallop. How 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 has your Rocket League been going? Well, uh, when I get the time, I've been uh, collecting some seashells on the beach. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe doing a spot of fishing, and then maybe milking my cows. And uh, that's you pretty know. legit. And then when I've stopped playing Stardew Valley, I've uh, come <laughs> over and I've and I've collected some seashells. Uh, oh, no, I, I haven't. I'm fortunate enough to be able to play too much, so uh, my my uh, my next phase is is relearning the game. There you go. <laughs> I wanna talk. Oh boy, it's coming. <laughs> the segments here. I want to. All right, it's everyone's favorite segment of the podcast, Knox Talks. It's a podcast within a podcast, you might say even. <laughs> <laughs> You probably have seen the great debate that is happening on Twitter and Reddit and everywhere else. Uh, so we, as a talk show about Rocket League, can't let it an episode pass where we don't mention this uh, because it is it is quite the hot topic everywhere oh in the public eye of Rocket League right now. Free to play. Lots of proposals that Rocket League, with all of these changes for the battle pet, like the Rocket Pass system, since they have crates, since there's all this premium content and stuff that you can get by paying while you're playing the game, that they should head into a free-to-play model, uh, and that there are several advantages of that. Um, alongside that, people are saying, like, what the heck, why would you do that? Rocket League is still one of the most played games. People are still buying the game. It would encourage Smurfs. All sorts of sides to this. What do you guys think of this discussion that Rocket League should... Or should not go uh, free to play. I think it's. But you a, have to pay for Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's a fair point, but like the points are fair. They make sense. Everything everything people are saying, but in the end, I think Rocket League is still one of the best sellers on Steam. It's the one of the top ten best sellers right now on Steam on the summer sales. So does it really make sense <laughs> to, to go free to play while you're still selling them? crap ton of good of copies it makes zero sense yeah it's kind of uh marketed as like an arcade game though right so it's it's not as expensive as like i mean it's twenty it? dollars for now like cheap. you can get it you can get it for seven pounds fifty yeah okay okay now there is a big difference not just in like the price but the idea of pay for game versus free game 
if the game were $5 versus $20, it's almost the same hurdle for someone to jump through to get the game, right? Because everyone yeah. will kind of purchase the games that they want to get, but um, there, I, I think we've all been there at some point, whether we get like a new phone or a new computer or a new gaming system, and we, we scroll through the marketplace immediately for like the app store or whatever and yeah. be like, okay, what can I pick up for free real fast? And uh, those are always going to be the games that get more attention and more downloads, no matter what, regardless, because there's no hurdle, there's no barrier to entry to get that. Um, so I think that's kind of the discussion of like the free to play is there would be a large influx of players, you know, probably younger, but also probably, you know, people who, um, have like always seen rocket league, like, eh, that looks like a fun game, but I don't know if it's for me. I'm not going to show out 20 bucks to f- see if it's for me, uh, to people that are like, sure, I'll give it a download. If I don't like it, I'll uninstall it. I think, uh, wasn't like the original, like SOP was part of PlayStation plus or whatever. So, uh, download it for free. Rocket League was part of PlayStation Plus when it launched, yes. Yeah, Rocket League, was, yeah. did the, its first full month for free on the PlayStation Plus store. And um, I think a lot of people have come out and said that uh, they would have never picked up and played the game if it weren't for free, if they couldn't have just yeah. downloaded it for free. Right. Um, and there have been there have actually been uh, like discussions at the World uh, Game Development Conference with, uh, I believe it was Corey, who who brought it up and said like you know a lot of people asked us do we feel confident that we should have done that free month of play or whatever and they were like it's hard to say we missed out on a lot of money but we got a lot of players maybe that's the only reason we were so successful um so it's a it's a tough thing to say i figured hey why not let's talk some pros and cons let's let's do an old-fashioned you know critical thinking exercise uh pros we get a lot of new players yes all right yep okay what what else? What else can you guys see as pros and cons? Uh, well, if it's on like multiple platforms, it's like more people might switch over to like PC. Might, oh, okay. You know, um, hopefully cross-platform and stuff will come before the whole free-to-play stuff. Like if cross- it ever comes, if it ever yeah. comes, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, con: difficult to manage Smurfs. Not really. The, the way the way a lot of people have been talking, I don't see Psionics not seeing this uh, a level cap to play ranked. <laughs> well, yeah. so those are all things that they could put in the game now, but they still don't. So they've got like they've got reasons for doing that sort of stuff, and so it adds another level of the kind of like, that, or they just never work. thought of it. I don't know. I'm not saying it's an unsolvable con, but you're right. It is like it is you know a work. There's workarounds available, but I think it is a con. You would have to do something to inhibit smurfing. Um, Pros would be... um, Extend, like, life of Rocket League, I guess. Okay, yeah. I just feel like it's not at the point where it's kind of dying, though. I feel like there's still so many people who play this game. They're they're gaining more money. The esports scene is growing. If we we get back into this discussion, Rocket League's not dying. There's just a bunch of... Battle Royales that are doing better because they're the hip, hip thing to play. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. free to play. Yeah. Okay, well, so I'll say this, though. I'll make this point. Yeah, I'll make this point. Um, I don't think that because, like, when a game is dying is the is necessarily the good time to go free to play. Like, yeah, it might draw, it might, like, prolong the inevitable of your dying game, but I think if you go free to play while you still have upward momentum, it can increase the like 
amount of upward momentum that you have. You know, if we start declining in Twitch views and start declining in, uh, you know, competitive play and all of that sort of stuff, and then they go free to play to try to like save some face, like, yeah, you may extend that life a little bit, but the, the, de- like the decline will still happen. Yeah. Instead, if while Rocket League is at its biggest, it then goes free to play, you could maximize that effort of, of growth and you could exponentially increase your player base and viewership. Maybe. Yeah, one of the like few cons I guess I'd say to it though is there are a lot of players that you know they put a lot of time, they put a lot of money into this game. If it goes to free to play, like there would definitely like be a, a compensation involved with the people who pay yeah. for it. Okay. Now this this is all right. The funny thing, this is probably the most debated part of the free to play discussion is whether or not people who have paid for the game should be compensated or not. Um. And it's it. This is a funny one. I I don't see why people think that that's a necessary thing. You, every I every think, other game that that goes free to play usually compensate. I think sometimes I think it's so, just no, it's not every it's not every other game. I think it's just um, come to come to a point where everyone expects compensation when a game goes free to play from being paid. I don't know why you would feel entitled to compensation. All right, so let's take me for instance. You know. I, you know, I've paid for three copies of the game. Um, I would not expect any sort of compensation because I knew what I was getting into when I paid for the game. I paid to play the game at that time when it cost money. Uh, just because it then went free to play in the future doesn't mean that like, yeah, I could have waited to get it for free, but I paid to play the game then. You know, it's almost like an early access kind of thing. Like I paid to have the game when I wanted the game. Who cares if in the future it went free to play? I can understand if I bought the game today and then tomorrow it goes free to play. I bought it three years ago. I got more than $20 worth out of Rocket League in the three years that I've played it. Like, I don't feel like I need to be compensated for being able to, being allowed to play the game. I completely agree with that. But I do think that, like, there's a chance that if it does go free to play, people's, like, quality of experience might decline. And you might then kind of be looking at a thing of, like, well... You know, I paid money for this game, and now I'm getting trolled by people that are just creating fake accounts. Uh, you know, coming in and not necessarily smurfing, but getting to my to my level, and then you know, ruining my games. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, one of the cons is that they would have to make up the loss of revenue somehow. Um, probably through like you know, it's already getting kind of cringy with some of them premium features of Rocket League that you pay for, they would probably get more cringy. My guess is, is that most of Psyonix's income is actually from key purchases and DLC. That they, that, that it's actually a smaller percentage that they actually get from game purchases. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely keys that they can make the most out of. I don't think that's a question. <laughs> Hands yeah. down, that's what they make most money out of. You have whales in every game. Um... Yeah, I the only the big the only pro that I would put like separately is is in addition to new players, the game would get a lot more attention. And I think that's the biggest thing yeah. um, is really like Rocket League. What need what Rocket League needs to succeed more is it just needs to be more in the public eye because it's an easy to follow game that people enjoy watching. So I just think it needs more attention. And Fortnite has got this virality behind it, I think Rocket League could 
could get something from that. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's hard I to think... say. And arts, art, art has already went on Twitter to talk about this, and it's not something that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. So I'll say that I don't think it's going to happen. And I honestly don't know if I am for or against it. But, um, I, let's, like, it's really funny because the pros, I really want. Like, yes, let's do that. <laughs> and then the cons, I really don't want. So it's, I can understand why people are passionate about it because I do want a lot of new players to join the game. I, I do want Rocket League to last longer. I do want it to get a lot more of attention. Like, but I also don't want to run into more Smurfs. I don't want a bunch of cringy, like, crate models or, you know, like Dropbox things that I have to pay money for. Um, you know, so yeah, I I get it. That's going to do it for us this week. Make sure you join the Manfield United or slash like rock life from Manfield discord. You can find that on our website. A bunch of people hang out where we discuss these news articles and stuff like that as they are announced. I want to thank, um, all of our patrons for making the show possible on patreon.com slash LF Manfield, where you can drop as low as $1 an episode uh that's that's come on that's less than like a candy bar and you get an entire hour's worth of podcasting for that dollar uh so where you can go up to 25 dollars an episode and you'll get special accolades for doing that and people who do that are like our grand champion patrons crunchy it's crunch time and (laughs) you did meet crunchy and our uh champion patron yo it's d-lo mr steal your gold uh oh gosh (laughs) hang on I, I'm apparently reading a lot of these this week. Pico Frenzy's in our Diamond Patrons. He That shit's crazy. Spell TV Mufflin stepped his game up. And Tidazzle, Foshizzle, Manizzle. Wait, hang on. Do I read all of these? Am I? I think. I, I don't remember. Oh I th- you got stuck, guys. It's, it's been so long. We switched over to the podcast within the podcast. And now <laughs> uh, you're the guy. It's just me now. Just, yeah. Uh, topic of our Platinum Patrons is the stunt guy. He's tricked out. Uh, this one's you. Johnny Kooks, he's cuckoo for Rocket League. And Spook, it's Casper. Dawson with a V, not a creek. Lennox, John Lennox, the fifth beetle. Marl Fox, the foxiest patron. Henry, the one and only. Lennox Poseidon making waves and Pickett's my main man. <laughs> we got through it. We figured it out. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for the support. It really does mean a lot. It's the whole reason we're able to do special episodes like this RLCS episode that you just heard. And it's the way that we're able to send Ninja to the Northern Arena to where he'll be able to capture some good audio and interviews while he's there as well. I want to say a big thanks to the Fat Rat for the use of our theme song, Xenogenesis. He lets us use it for free. It's really cool. Um, And uh, I also want to say a big thanks to Technoaxe. You saw it in the show notes, but he provided all of the music for last week's episode. So check out technoaxe.com for his music. It's ridiculously cool. He's got thousands and thousands of songs you can use for free. Join us next week where we actually launch Potter, a Tinder version of <laughs> podcast host finding. <laughs> Until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm Sub Ben. And uh, I'm Scallop Callop, and may your face-offs always be in your favor. 